With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'll tell you what. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You want to run it back? Let's run it back. Fernando with his second of the night off of Bauer. Hitches his giddy up round in third and then does the Trevor Bauer strut. I like it. And then he tweets out later on. You know, like a 12 minute hey, if you YouTube want, video. Right, if, you yeah. want, if you want the signs, just ask. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. NFL Network Analyst Steve Smith Sr. NFL Network Analyst Daniel Jeremiah. Ravens Head Coach. John Harbaugh. Coming up, North Dakota State quarterback Trey Lance. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. If you're just joining us, you missed Steve Smith Sr., Daniel Jeremiah, and John Harbaugh. Where you been? Uh, if you missed any of that, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. NBC Sports on Peacock reruns this show on the NBC Sports on Peacock channel. Also, right here uh, on the bar above um, uh, the screen on NBC Sports on Peacock is the Sports tab. You can find all sorts of videos there as well. Our Twitter feed at Rich Eisen Show. You can listen to us every day on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate or Sirius XM channel 211 or our new audio uh, streaming partner, free audio streaming partner, Odyssey. We're, we're thrilled to be on all of these platforms, uh, getting ready to go into NFL draft week in Ohio. Very fired up, very fortunate that you're here uh, with us on this day because it's perfect timing as well uh, for you because I've been wanting to speak to this kid, but the 49ers, uh, a third overall choice. Who did they trade up to get? Why did they trade up to get this person? And with, what what has happened between then and now to potentially change the decision? A lot of people believe yesterday's press conference with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch meeting with the media was essentially a public relations seminar on calming the fan base, flipping out over Mac Jones because it's going to be Mac Jones coming because they traded up with somebody in mind, according to Shanahan, and said that that player's only gotten better. And so as the other four that they were considering with the five quarterbacks, third overall, as if Trevor Lawrence was a possibility. That was the only thing Shanahan said that made me ring sort of like, okay, coach. But everything else, I think he's been spot on and just speaking from the heart, the cuff, and as honestly as he possibly can. I heard, as you know, um, last week that Lance has definitely caught the eye of the 49ers staff and that we have found out from Ian Rappaport coming out of the weekend as he was on yesterday's show. It's between Jones and Lance. So, you know, I'll be honest. I saw Fields play. I saw Zach Wilson's play. Zach Wilson's play this year, Trevor Lawrence, and of course, Mac Jones. But there was just one North Dakota State Bison football game this year before COVID canceled the season. And that's why this guy is such a mystery. Chris Brockman is Trey Lance on the phone. Yes, sir. 
He is the man of somebody's hour on Thursday night. The question is, is when will he go off the board and then what happens next? One of the top prospects in the 2021 NFL draft from North Dakota State University, the Bison himself, Trey Lance. How are you, Trey Lance? I'm doing great. I can't complain. How are you? I am doing fine. So, you know, because usually at this point in time, somebody who's uh, the subject of national draft speculation is ready for this thing to be over. Is, are you one? Are you are, are you in that boat right now, Trey? Uh, I'm definitely excited for Thursday. I'll, I'll say that um, it, it's been a long process, but it's been awesome. You know, people say it's a weird year, but I guess you know me and this draft class, we don't know any different. Um, but it's been a ton of fun, and I, I'm definitely looking forward to you know hearing my name called and find out where I'm going to be at. Well, I, I've been doing the draft for for uh, for a bit, Trey, and one of my favorite aspects about it is the journey and how journeys are. are are crowned in a way with opportunity knocking and that's the road in front. I love those stories. How did you get to North Dakota state Trey Lance? Yeah, my recruiting process was a little different. You know, I'm from smaller town in, in Southwest Minnesota. Um, got, you know, offered by some schools in SDS, some schools in the Mac, uh, most of the Ivy league schools. Uh, and then, you know, I guess probably early in my junior year, I got switched you know, kind of on the recruiting boards or whatever you want to call it, um, from quarterback to athlete. And that's when that whole kind of uh, idea started that I wasn't a quarterback. Uh, at that point, I had already been recruited by North Dakota State as a quarterback, um, fell in love with it. You know, the, the, the conversations about me playing a different position were, were kind of fast. Uh, I wasn't really interested in it. I knew I was a quarterback. Believing in myself um, and North Dakota State, obviously, I wanted to have this opportunity to, to be where I'm at right now in North Dakota State. You know, if I wasn't being offered by Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, or, or Ohio State, you know, those, uh, North Dakota State was the best option for me, without a doubt. Um, also, just as far as, you know, FBS being, you know, bigger and better, um, I don't think that's always the case. Uh, and for me, getting to North Dakota State and, and seeing, you know, the expectation of North Dakota State is, is winning every single game and, and winning national championships. Um, I didn't want to go to school and hope to play for a bowl game. Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't normally like to ask uh, somebody who's getting ready to be drafted and about their recruiting process and asking about um, to read their, I guess, scouting sheet in a way. But uh, I'm unfamiliar with why somebody would consider you not a quarterback prospect as you're getting ready to to go um, into college football what what were the were you why why were you not considered a quarterback prospect trey yeah it was um really similar actually kind of to to the the feedback i hear now or as far as negative um just you know didn't throw the ball enough didn't play enough games um you know we ran we're, we're fairly run heavy offense honestly really similar to what i did at north dakota state you know probably threw the ball 20 times a game um and, and it wasn't anything past that very consistently um, went to a small school, didn't play very much competition. Uh, so that's kind of a really similar, like, you know, like, as you know, to what I hear right now. But again, it's, it's just those things that I can't control. You're still hearing that right now, literally? Because, um, uh, you know, you're, you're potentially on the verge of being a top five quarterback drafted player in the National Football League. <laughs> and I, I'm wondering because there's so much talk about shoulder chips and chips on shoulders these days do you have one because of all this trey uh yeah i mean i I like proving people wrong you know that's what i love to do i think just my being from a small town being from you know kind of the middle of nowhere uh it's what i've done my whole life and it's kind of i guess what i love to do 
uh, but excited, like I said, for this opportunity and to be able to, to have people, you know, organization that believes in me and wants me to, to be a part of, of what they do in their operation. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, I'm always – you know, there's always going to be critics and stuff like that. I don't pay attention to it a whole lot. Trey Lance, courtesy of Sleep Number here, just a couple days before the NFL draft in Cleveland, Ohio, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. In terms of organizations interested in you joining their uh, their their programs, um, how are your Zooms with the 49ers, Trey? How are they? Um, I actually, um, they've been going well. I haven't had a, a, any more with them than I have with any other team, uh, but... Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Like I said, finding out where I'm going to be. Um, man, I, I wish I knew just as much as you did, probably more. Uh, but I, I really don't know where I'm going to end up at. So hopefully, you know, Thursday we'll find out. So uh, how many of the Zooms or conversations with the 49ers have taken place since they moved up to th- number three overall, Trey, which is about, uh, I'll give you the time frame, about f- four weeks ago, last month. How much have you had with San Francisco there? Um. Just just a couple phone calls uh, really has been the most. Um, haven't had, I don't even know if I've had a Zoom with them in the last four weeks, honestly. Uh, maybe one Zoom with them. But, but other than that, it's just been a, a phone call. Uh, and it's you know, not like it's an everyday thing or anything like that. Just, you know, their, their regular housekeeping, making sure they got my contact info, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, you're, are you in Shanahan's phone? Have we confirmed that? Then Trey, have you no, got? No, no, it's not. Uh, it's not, 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 not Coach Sanhead. No sir. Uh, okay. Well, look, I, I'm, 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 uh, I'm hearing that you're, you're picking the brains of uh, everybody you possibly can. Um, earlier on in the show, my colleague, who I'll be sitting on the draft set with, Daniel Jeremiah, shared a story that you reached out to him wanting to have breakfast, and the two of you chit chatted about the draft. Is that a, is that a true story, Trey? That is a true story. Uh, got connected to him, um, and and obviously, as you know, he's one of those people, as you are, that, that knows a lot about the league, how it works. Uh, so for me, it was about you know not only getting feedback on myself, but but just the insight that he has uh, as far as how the league works, how to operate, um, and, and him being around that those situations for so long, um, and just another person that that like I said, like you said, uh, knows a lot about it. And, and for me, it's about learning as much as I possibly can at this point. So for what I I love it. So why who else have you reached out to like that from I guess the talent evaluation community? Because you know it it definitely. Um, who uh, else have you done that with Trey? A ton of guys um, that are playing right now. Uh, so just being able to be around guys, you know, I I got to be with obviously Carson a lot. Got to spend some time around Deshaun, Josh Dobbs, um, Jared Goff, Gardner Minshew. You know, the list goes on. Like Sam Darnold, Kyle Allen, and, and Sam Darnold. Uh, and Josh Allen, excuse me, um, having the opportunity to just bounce ideas off those guys and learn, you know, how they operate, what they do in the offseason, uh, and just, you know, learn, like truly just immerse myself in, in what they do and what they've been about. Um, and obviously those guys having having success in the league um, is something I want to do. So for me it's about, you know, learning as much as I can and, and so I'm competing against those guys. Are you cold calling them? Or are you just basically like, hey, get you, you got their number? And, <laughs> and like, hey, hey, uh, Josh, you know, it's Trey. and, and- uh I got connected to him. Uh, okay. Thankfully, I haven't just uh, you know called him out of the blue and been like, hey, you know, hey, my name's Trey. Like, asking some questions. Like, uh, uh, thankfully, I, I've gotten connected to him through some other people, whether it's uh, trainers or quarterback coaches or whatever it is. Um, you know, that 
thankfully, you know, they're, they're willing to, to answer my questions and get to hang out with me and, and things like that. Um, so very thankful for that. But no, I'm not just, just finding their number in the, in the archives and down is up. So um, in a few minutes I have left with you, Trey Lance, what, why the second Pro Day? Can you walk me through the genesis of, of Trey Lance Pro Day 2.0? Yeah, I just wanted to give teams an opportunity to, to see me again. Uh, I want teams to know whether it's Zoom meetings or, or throwing on the field, I want teams to know exactly what they're getting. Um, you know, just want to be as real as possible. Um, for me, it was, like I said, you know, I didn't obviously played one game in 2020. Um, so people didn't get to see me, you know, a large sample size of me. And I understand, you know, only playing 17 games and things like that. Uh, but I wanted to give people, you know, another chance to see me throw and do whatever they wanted to see me do. Uh, you know, first and foremost before before Thursday. So, what what would a team be getting if they draft Trey Lance? Trey Lance, what would a team be getting? Uh, a com- a competitor first and foremost, uh, someone that, that obviously loves the game, loves football, and and wants to have that opportunity to, to play. Uh, I believe in myself. I'm, I'm confident um, in, in what I can do, uh, but at the same time, I understand that I'm going to come in and, and learn as much as I possibly can. Uh, whatever my role is that, that first year or week one, uh, I'm going to do to the best of my ability. Uh, and at the end of the day, I'm like I say, come in, earn respect from as many people as I possibly can, everyone in the locker room and in the organization, um, and just handle myself the right way. How was your Zoom with Bill Belichick? How did that one go? <laughs> I actually uh, did not say that I had a Zoom with, with Coach Belichick. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are a veteran, Trey. This is well done. Very well done. <laughs> Very well done. But you read you read the blitz. You saw me coming off the edge, and you 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 you, you looked me off. I didn't take the bait. I tried to get. <laughs> but it was good, right? Though Trey, it was good. <laughs> I actually definitely did not did not ever say that. So I don't know. You can you can use that as your headline. No, <laughs> I'm just look the, the the excitement level that so many fan bases have for you to be drafted from the 49ers, Atlanta, um, you know, uh, New England, Denver, potentially Carolina. Um, Have you, let's just put it this way, have you had Zooms with, have you had conversations with all of them? How many teams have you had conversations with, Trey? Um, I've had conversations with probably, I would think around 20, 25 teams um, on Zoom. And it's been over, you know, obviously over since, since March or since, February. Um, so it's been awesome, like I said, to get as many, in front of as many people as I possibly can. And, and you know, the way the league works is, is you never know what's going to happen, you know, the next year or a few years down the road. Uh, so for me, just, you know, being as genuine and real as possible and, again, letting people know exactly what they're going to get. Well, you being so tireless, wait for it, Trey Lance. Uh, good thing you've partnered up with the sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League and Sleep Number. Did you like that turn right there, Trey? You like that one? That was solid. Thank you, sir. That was solid. Yeah, solid. sleep number is, is absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, they're a perfect partner for me just because I value my sleep and recovery, uh, and I can tell the difference in my body when I'm not getting the sleep and recovery that I need. Uh, so everything they've done for me and, and the sleep number 360 smart bed uh, has been a huge competitive advantage for me over the last few months. Like just being able to get my recovery and, and check my app in the morning, uh, my sleep number IQ app, and check what my IQ score was every morning and make sure that I'm – I'm staying up uh, up on my recovery uh, and getting as much sleep and rest as I need to has been huge, and it's going to continue to be a, a competitive advantage for me in the future. Did they hook you up with Dak? I heard they hooked you up with Dak. 
sleep number. They right? did. They surprised me uh, on a Zoom call uh, the other day, and that was that was really cool. Not only obviously being a part of the sleep number family with him, uh, but uh, getting to talk to him, you know, as a football player, as a person, uh, and getting to know him a little bit, uh, being able to get connected. Uh, I'm excited to obviously compete and, and learn as much as I possibly can from him. Uh, I've heard a lot about him and the way he operates and obviously see it in the media, but being able to talk to him was a really cool experience for sure. And what was Bill Belichick's sleep IQ score, Trey? Did you get that from him in the Zoom? <laughs> I actually did, never said that I have talked to him. Trey, it's been a blast. Say that again. What would you say? I said, I said, you're getting closer. Just, just keep shooting. Keep shooting. Okay. Very good. We know what his sleep number <laughs> score is. Okay. We just want you in New England, Trey. Right? That's, that's all I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> we just want you. That's, I, his, that's my Patriot I appreciate hunk. the love. It's a true story. Well done, Chris. I was, I've been I digging mean, for you. No, I mean, I'm just coming through you know. the front door. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a... Beautiful place to play football, certainly uh, in January and February. Trey, uh, I've heard nothing but great things about you. It's a pleasure to meet you through this conversation, and I hope uh, I have many of them uh, with you at the next level. Uh, I, I, good luck in uh, on Thursday night and beyond. I appreciate the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Right back at you. That's Trey Lance, the 2019 Walter Payton Award winner, North Dakota State University Bison Prospect right here on the Rich Eisen Show. How do you not love that kid? Uh, sign me How do you not hear that voice. conversation and say, that's the man, that's it, that's the guy? Please come to me. You know what I did right there? Um, you know how sometimes you, you rush the passer, right? You see somebody who rushes the passer, and for some reason, they miss. And then the quarterback gets out of the pocket, but... I was that defender who took my shot and missed because the quarterback eluded me. You tried. And then you sometimes see the quarter, like somebody comes off the left edge, right? Comes off the left edge and yep. the quarterback moves the other way. And, and then the, the guy maybe winds up on the ground, missing the quarterback who then runs left as well. And then circles right back around to try and hit the quarterback as just as he throws from the blind side. That was me coming back one last time to ask what the sleep IQ number was for Belichick. Just circling. And, and he got rid of the ball. He did. Yeah. He no up. loss on the play. As a matter of fact, he completed, he completed the pass. To Hunter Henry. That's not the most – and I'll be, I'm honest with you here, man. That's not the most veteran-savvy maneuver he made in the conversation. I'm serious here. And to me, this is part of being a professional – in the NFL or in any sport. How many times you guys have been sitting here and I have a professional athlete, a veteran, any sport, who comes on on behalf of fill in the blank. Right. And I give them the opportunity. That's the way this works in this industry. Sponsor pays athlete. Mm -hmm. Sponsor pays athlete to do shows like this one and get out the messaging that sponsor wants through the conduit of the athlete and this this show. And everyone understands the construct is we get 15 minutes. I get, eh, you know, anywhere between 10 to 12 minutes to talk about what I want. And then I have to talk about what the sponsor wants because that's part of the, the deal. Yeah. How many times do we have I given the floor to the guest to 
talk about what the sponsor wants to have talked about, and they have no idea. They whiff. <laughs> they whiff on what the messaging is. They whiff on where to go for a website. They whiff on all of it. And I've got to read it off the sheet because I'm a lead pipe wielding professional, <laughs> and I, I kind of, that's what a, a host should do for a guest. Absolutely. He hit every point sleep number wanted him <laughs> yeah, to hit. He like he, I, I have the notes here. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to him. Nope. Plus, you know, sleep number is a longtime sponsor of us in our previous iteration. So, well, so yes. I could, I could do it off the top of my head yep. as the sleep and wellness partner of the NFL, but they, he nailed it. Nailed it. And you could sit here and say, what's the big deal? He needs to, but that's part of being a professional. You're buttoned up. You have been paid to do a job. His job is to talk about sleep number when he's on this show. He nailed it. He's buttoned up. He's calling people up saying, how do I get better? Josh Allen, Daniel Jeremiah, how do I get better? What do I need to know? What do I not know going into this buzzsaw called the NFL as a rookie? What do I need to know? It's an inquisitive nature. I'm not saying others aren't doing it. I'm just saying we just spoke to him, and they, and that is something I would definitely take into account. That he understands that when it is time to step in front of a microphone with the members of the media or he's in the community, he's on the clock. It's a job. It's not like, oh, I'll just cash the check. I don't really need to know what I need to know. I'll just cash the check, and I'll just go home and do what I need to do. I'm serious. That is a that is a. It was impressive. Something I was impressed. Yeah. It was impressive. And, you know, he's so damn likable, and he's supposedly the most gifted athlete out of everybody in the class. It's just that he's a kid from a small part of Minnesota. Nobody thought he could play quarterback. Only a handful of them did. North Dakota State was one of them. He said, I'll go there. And then he had a remarkable redshirt freshman season, 28 touchdowns, no interceptions, 1,100 rush yards, 14 touchdowns. He threw one interception in the one game that he played this year before COVID wiped out the rest of the his campaign. A buck 49, two scores throwing. A buck 43 rushing, two scores running. Huh. Come on. 6'4", 224. And with that brain inside. By the way, did you hear he dropped that uh, he was looking at Ivy Leagues too? It's going to make a great jet. You know what? And if it turns out that way... Tough guy, all good. (laughs) Let's take a break. Let's take a break. I'll take Zach Wilson too. Jerry Jones for the Cowboys during that conversation. Yeah. He and McCarthy and Stephen Jones met with the media. Jerry was asked about Kyle Pitts. Oh. That's coming up. Exciting. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. During the filming of The Outsiders, you turned 18 and the other boys in the cast pranked you by trashing your hotel room by saran wrapping the toilet and spraying fire extinguishers into the room. Is that a true story? Absolutely true. It was like, that was my college experience. I was uh, turning 18. It would have been the equivalent of going away from home for the first time. And that's my fraternity. Those guys are my frat brothers. What a shot into that the, is into this seven day. across, man. Jeez, yeah. look at that. It's a good group. Look how tough Tom Cruise is trying to look in that photo. Dude, Tom Cruise was such a baller. He was, he was, he was probably my, one of my closest friends and he was so great. And he, I always looked up to him and he always had these cool things that he would come up with. And I remember he, he was the first guy that ever came up with this conceit of tightening the titles of the movies he was in to make him sound badass. Like, like he did this, you know, the football movie, all the right moves. Yeah. But yeah, man, when I was making moves, I, uh, <laughs> and I was like, he's That's a baller. badass. That's baller. It's so baller. But then, you know, it was a problem when he'd be like, yeah, when I was making cocktail, it was kind of, a, you know, and I, was, I, I liked no, <laughs> the other one's no good either. He's long. Yeah, when I was in tail. When I was in tail, you can't do it either way. Can't do it either way. Yeah. It's no good. <laughs> when I was making... So you'd, you'd go like wing? Is that what you do when you did well, TV? No, you when I was doing West. Wing? When you were in West. You know, Mar- when, when, uh, when Marty Sheen and I were doing West. Um, you know, on the set of Boy, me and <laughs> yeah. Chris Farley. No, yeah, when I was on a Boy, um, in Oxford Blues sets up uh, just blues. See, it's important to choose. If you choose the wrong one, it's not as good. It, there's always one that's cooler. <laughs> like which is like like when I was doing recreation, yeah. Does it? But if I'm doing yeah. parks, right? Instead of parks, you did parks. Yeah, man. Amy Poehler and I in parks. We laughed all the time <laughs> on parks. On the set of Wayne, I was just you know. And by Wayne. the way, you want to talk about Tom Cruise too? This was the fact that blew our minds when the last uh, Mission Impossible came out and he was running all oh, over amazing. London, right? Those and the like best a, movies ever. Unlike a broken a broken ankle that had just amazing. healed or whatever, is that he was he is right now the age in these movies doing this that Wilford Brimley was during Cocoon. That's a fact. That is. That's boom, like mind blowing. That's it's mind blowing. It, 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 it's I don't, and I don't know what it is. What makes it mind blowing is that that Tom Cruise is doing that at that age, or Wilford Brimley was really that young in Cocoon. I did a movie with Wilford Brimley. He was the first great character actor I ever worked with. It was a movie called Hotel New Hampshire. What are so, we doing on that one? So when you did Hampshire, Hamp- Hampshire. No. No, no, no. When I was doing Hampshire. Did Lane. Hampshire. <laughs> it's better than Hotel. No. When you did Hotel. How about just when I was doing New? When you did New. Right? When I was doing New. <laughs> When I was working on new with Brimley, 
That is an addictive game, I'll tell you. It Once really you go is. down that wormhole, it is tough to pull yourself out gravitationally. YouTube.com, Rich Eisen Show, slash Rich Eisen Show for everything. Back here on our, on our um, Tuesday before the NFL Draft program. So, TJ. Yes, sir. The Dallas Cowboys have held their pre-draft press conference. Jerry Jones was asked about the report that he is infatuated by and with Kyle Pitts. Yeah. And that has informed much of our conversation since. <laughs> much about, worse, yeah. Well, I know. And you trying to, you know, ask if the Jets are really sure what they're going to take, as if you're trying Just to question, sow doubt Rich. in my mind. Just I have question. taken that parry and thrust it back in your direction with, well, maybe the Cowboys should trade up for Kyle Pitts because you know that's what Jerry would want to do. You know he's infatuated by and with, and and that he he, he knows that – you know, you want to win a championship, you could win it 40 to 30 or 40 to 20 something or whatever. Certainly if you got Dak and you got Zeke and you got Amari and you got Gallup and you got CD and now here comes Pitts. Or Blake Jarwin. With Blake Jarwin. It's a double tight end set. (laughs) I don't know how many people you can actually have on a field, you know, who can catch a ball with five offensively. You need six. But anyway, long story short, Jerry was asked about this very question. Put up on the screen, Don. Michael Gelkin, who covers the Cowboys for the Dallas Morning News, said Jones said it was, quote-unquote, not legitimate to say he is infatuated with Pitts, considers that description a, quote-unquote, distortion of his thinking, we're not going to spend inordinate value to trade up for Pitts. Hmm. Sorry, TJ. So what he's saying is there's a chance still. What, what he's saying is I am going to make everyone understand <laughs> That when the sensible thing is done, it's with my approval. When the sensible thing is done, it is, in fact, a lockstep conversation and plan by the Dallas Cowboys. And it is also a way to lob a message into Atlanta's Flowery Branch, Georgia headquarters, to Terry Fontenot. That's too much. You know they've inquired. Oh, you got to do your due diligence, Rich. Terry, that's way too much. We're not biting on that. Yeah, I don't have the patience to jack with you today. <laughs> that's exactly, exactly Uncle as a matter of fact, that. that's a Rich Eisen <laughs> show exclusive. That's mighty, that went this down. is what he told yeah. Terry Fontenot, and Terry's oh, like, that'll yeah. cost you a few ones, maybe a two. Yep. I don't have a patience to jack with you. <laughs> We're going to get a good player. That's all I know. Well, uh, Daniel Jeremiah believes that... Um, Patrick Sertan will not be on the board. You want the second best um, corner? You want the best linebacker? Look, we lost the linebacker. What do you want? What do you want? Look, I might be privy to It doesn't matter. See, you're totally undiscerning. You just want a defensive player. (laughs) You want want a defensive player. It does not care. You haven't seen any of their film. You don't care. I've never seen Micah Parsons play football from Penn State. You just know. You're not a Micah Parsons expert. Right. Well, no, I'm not an expert answer. on anything, but you know, I've watched the man. I, you know, I got Penn State right there. I've seen him play. But here's the deal: I might know more than I'm letting on, and I just can't. Much like Price is Right, maybe I just can't say anything. What do you mean? It. You have an in? You have an in with the Dallas Cowboys? Look, man, I may have already said too much. So <laughs> this guy, you know, <laughs> I may have already said too much. Did, uh, it, oh, hold on a second. Is is there a new uh, scout on the Cowboys in their department named Wilmer Valderrama? <laughs> Did your boy Wilmer come up with that? 
He's more did, Ashton, did Ashton reach out on behalf of the Bears or well, something? I mean, I mean how do you know what's going on in the Cowboys organization that you're playing like the cat that ate the canary? I've been there? a fan for years, and you know, I know some people. And from know. Monaco to El Segundo, <laughs> <laughs> I just might know some stuff. I might not know some stuff too, but. What is he saying over there? Nothing. That's, <laughs> and then that's the point. He's saying nothing. He's what is saying over there? nothing. <laughs> Let's go Cowboys. That's Boy, the I'm game saying. of cat and mouse. That's why these pressers are so, you know, as Daniel said, two-thirds of them are like, you haven't learned. What are you going to learn? What do you learn? But it, it, a lot of it is counterintelligence. They could have just hung up from Terry Fontenot, and Terry's like, you know, from the from the Falcons asking for way too much. They are what's the phrase that the, that that paid right there? They're not they're not trading. We're not going to spend inordinate value, yeah. but there is a value that they yeah. would. That's a good one. That's a good fantasy. I'm name. just saying inordinate value. Yep, Brockman. I don't believe anything because why would you tip your hand at all? That's so, why it's lying season. Yeah, it's so. not lying season. It's also sending a message season. Hey, Terry, that's inordinate. In our estimation, that last conversation yeah. we had. Much. What too does much. that mean exactly? Yeah, I mean, too much. I don't know. Would you, you, you? He probably wants at least a one. I think uh, he wants. He wants the tenth overall yeah, pick. pick if they trade from four all yeah. the way down to ten, he wants a one. a one next year. Yeah. So I took that to mean rich because in Northern it is excessive. That they did make the call. Obviously, yes. they do. They kind of made some offers. They went a little too much. Now maybe we're saying. That we're willing to offer you something, but not all of that. Yeah, Terry. Terry, uh, the whole concept, it was a total distortion that I'm infatuated with Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I mean, total I like distortion, him. and this is inordinate value is not what we're interested in giving up. Much like what I just said, that, that told there us is nothing. A, the Falcons <laughs> have traded the pick. The Dallas Cowboys are now on the clock. Oh, oh my oh God. My literally, literally, if you had to ask me, Rich... Go ahead. Hey, hey, Rich, what would make your Thursday night <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Just you know even where I'm that going. much better? You know where I'm going. Because even even the, the absolute dream scenario is a host of an NFL draft for a 17th time. How, how many? 17th oh my time. Gosh, that's just so tremendous. I can't that's even, I can't even, there, there aren't enough, like, you know, I, there are not enough genie lamps for me to rub to <laughs> combine the amount of wishes for Trevor Lawrence to not be drafted first overall. That would be just the shocker of all shockers, okay? And I understand what you and the rest of the country are looking forward to is to see the Jets not choose <laughs> Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson, okay? I'm just right. saying. So. It's so funny that Zach's kind of an afterthought now. So I, really I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm just, I'm just trying to stay within the scope of reality in this hypothetical that we're, that we're, we're attempting here, right? By all means. Okay. By all means. Please Third do. overall would be what? The Niners, for you, draft oh. somebody other than a quarterback because then everyone will start texting me and get ready to well, eat yeah, a sweatshirt. yeah, because you're going to be eating But that's that not going to happen. That won't happen. There won't be a trade either. It would be somebody other than Mac Jones being drafted, which would be, that would be pretty surprising. Because yeah. then yeah. you'll start seeing Mac Jones maybe drop or maybe somebody would trade up to go get. Right. So... Out of all the realistic possibilities of what I could possibly wish for as the host of a broadcast that is three days long and 19 gajillion hours long, long, that part of my job will be to make sure everybody stays tuned in after all the quarterback drama subsides. If I could choose, the words would be, (laughs) 
Here we go. The Falcons have traded the fourth pick. The Dallas Cowboys are now on the clock. I would absolutely oh. sign for that right now. And you know, I'm getting sitting in the corner, you know that that's entirely possible. Yeah. And that's more possible than the Jets not choosing Zach. And certainly that the Trevor's not a Jaguar. Or the Niners saying somebody other than Mac Jones is their choice. Oh, baby. Would that just be chef's kiss? A chef's kiss. Put up a little poll here. But maybe you should check with your source to see how possible that is. Let me hold up a second. Okay. There it is. There's hey! your source. There's your source. I didn't it's Jerry say. himself. <laughs> and look, I say this fully knowing that this man is my boss and I love him. And he has been so supportive of me, this show, and the network. He looks a few sheets right there. <laughs> to the wind. Where was that? Was that, at the, <laughs> was that at the Hall of Fame? Was that at his party? At that his, was at his the, Hall of Fame party? That was the Super no, Bowl. he wasn't there. That was the Packers-Steelers Super Bowl. Whatever Super Bowl that was. Oh, that was, where he was. Oh, it was at the end of a Dallas. long day for him. him. Yeah. So that was his party. And um, just a quick story about that. And who let you in from the Cowboys organization? Well, you saw who I was with. I understand that. Is that your source? This guy. You're going straight up? You've been sitting there with Jerry as one of your your sources this entire time? You know, to quote, do the right thing. Yes. Doctor, those that tell don't know, and those that know don't tell. So I... You know, I is that gonna, one? Which ring is that on your finger? That was the he first took that one. ring off his hand and gave it to you to wear. Yeah, somebody sent he's for such, me actually. One of his guys. I was man. sitting in the corner at the yeah. House of Blues, and a guy comes up to me and he's like, uh, "This is a true story, by the way. I don't make this stuff up. You never make stuff up. We, we believe you. Del Tufo is not here today. <laughs> yeah, we totally Del Tufo, need. we don't believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need we need second and third confirmations <laughs> we do on believe. that. Okay, so but I get, I get, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sitting there because we went to dinner earlier because I was I was with Ashton. Somehow he knew Jerry. We yes. go to dinner, so it's me, Bruce Dalrymple, Jerry, bunch of people. Rich Dalrymple. I'm sorry. Okay. I said Bruce. It is rich. I'm it's sorry. All good. Um, so I'm sitting there at the party, and someone goes, "Mr. Jones would like to talk to you." And I'm like, "Who me?" Mm-hmm. So I go over to him, and he goes, "Come here. We're taking a picture." And he pulls the ring off. He goes, "And you're wearing this." I love it. And he puts it in my hand, and I'm just sitting there. It was the first Super Bowl ring. Um, I forget the number. And I'm looking at it. My first thought was like, what if I run with this? And then I looked and DeMarcus Ware was standing ah! in the doorway. Just And I was like, okay, yeah, that's not a smart move. I throw the ring on and we take a picture. It was the first of the three? Yeah. Okay. There it is. That's so funny. Because <laughs> you heard you're a Cowboy Rimple. fan. I'm sorry. I don't know why it's I said good. Bruce for so, the first No, time. it's all right, dude. I say the wrong things all the time. But yeah. He, and he, he probably had a few. You're right about that. I mean, he, he looks like he, he had a few. I mean... But since he was he was infatuated with uh, with uh, TJ's Dallas Cowboy fandom. But since we're telling sugar, this story, I, plum drops. I, I'll just finish this. I got to watch that Super Bowl in his suite, which was unbelievable. Yeah. It was amazing. That's a big. No, people always clown on me about the Cowboys and like Why they haven't do you think won. That is, they haven't won in so long and blah blah blah. <laughs> but here's the deal: as that Super Bowl was over and we're leaving the suite, yes. Jerry Jones. I go up to him and I'm like, Mr. Jones, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. The man looks me in my eye. He sticks out his hand. Like Ice Cube said, he shook my hand and he made it a firm shake. And he said, I just want to thank you for being a fan of the Dallas Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. And I'm like one of those little girls who saw the Beatles. I'm like, oh! 
So I mean, of course you're. No, in, that's like you're in for life there. He's man. a showman and he's genuine about that. that. Yeah, yeah, How I know. Other, I know your that. team owners have like told you, "I want to thank you for." No, I man. He shook my hand. He and then again, eyes, so I'm in all for life together because he is who he is. <laughs> and what we just heard today, I believe, is a, a great way to basically say when the Cowboys do the sensible thing and draft a tenth overall selected, you know, uh, defensive player. Um, that it, it it was, you know, him and Steven and the rest of the brasses ideal all along and a shot all the way to Atlanta. You, you got to come off that high horse of yours. If you think that we're just going to be falling off the turnip truck and giving up an inordinate value for Kyle mm-hmm. Pitts, turnip just because you hear that I'm, I'm, uh, infatuated. Like that's a nice little message, a little blowing a dart in the direction <laughs> of Atlanta, but put it all together. I would absolutely, out of everything that's entirely possible in this draft, sign for the words, the Dallas Cowboys are on the clock, fourth overall, because they just made a trade. Thursday night, two nights from now, I look up the football (laughs) heavens and and say, please let that happen. Please, when I look up above the Rich Eisen Show studio and look through the parking structure that's built above us, God, if you listen, and stare all the right way to the, 12, the place where that football god that looks through the Dallas Cowboys old Texas stadium and sees his favorite team play, right? I can only hope that I hear those words Thursday night. I mean, I hope that. Look, I have no issue with that. If we yes, end you up do. With, no, oh, I, stop lying. Come on, man. Come Why on, would be I, Kyle Ky- Shanahan and tell the truth. Kyle Pitts. Are you kidding me? Like you don't I would, want him. You I would, already said the entire for the last. Yeah, no, you would say defense. That's been your defense, position. Defense, defense. I said I believe that defense, defense is the position is the spot that we should concentrate on. But you're saying if we get Kyle Pitts, you think I'm gonna be upset about that? No, I'm gonna have a jersey made by the, the, the end of the night. Like, All right, I'm, at Rich Eisen Show, which crazy draft night scenario is most possible? What do you got? Lawrence doesn't go one. The Jets don't take Zach Wilson. The 49ers don't take a quarterback. Cowboys trade up to four. Oh, Cowboys trade up to four. By the way, that's there's no way that that Cowboys trade up to four isn't seventy percent. Right now, only thirty eight percent. Early votes. Imagine I haven't me gotten, being upset with gotten, the RT. I haven't, I haven't sprinkled my my fairy dust on <laughs> it on, uh, on Twitter yet. Brockman, imagine me being upset about having Kyle Pitts on my team. Are you kidding me? Stop it. I'd be very happy. Get him over there. Stop it. Ashton took me to the Super Bowl. We were with Jerry. And Mike, Jerry took Micah off his Parsons. ring. Get that Parsons Look jersey, at man. him over there, smiling like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, Let it go. Oh, <laughs> Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. All right, we're back here on our, our show, Peacock Audience. We welcome you guys back, ladies back right here on the what show. Up, what up? Um, Trey Lance already been on, John Harbaugh, Daniel Jeremiah, Steve Smith Sr. Good times, everybody. <laughs> Glutes and cankles. Do you want to call Ashton, see if he wants to call in and tell us about the memories? <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't he do that like a month ago? I don't know. 
Thanks for the memory. I mean, I mean seriously, like um, Super Bowls with Ashton, World <laughs> Series with Demi, right? Well, no, she. He had to pay for those tickets, though. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She didn't yeah. take you to the World well, Series, he, but she would have. He didn't know she was I singing. Know she was singing. Yeah. 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 So. Thanks. For Look, I didn't ladies. ask for that picture to be put up there, man. You it's know? all good. No, but you started <laughs> intimating that you have a Dallas Cowboy in. I so. might. No, stop, stop it. <laughs> You're so stupid. It's a great one. <laughs> I know people. There has been no greater Super Bowl, I mean, uh, Hall of Fame party than Jerry Jones's. Hands down. No doubt. Eddie DeBartolo's was, were you at Eddie D's too? I was not. I was not. Okay. That we, was pretty we something. We speculated that night. Was Jerry Jones's uh, party the greatest party in the history of Canton, Ohio? Uh, how, it has to be. Like anything. Like weddings. In that city? Like anybody, yeah. Oh, the greatest on. party in the history of Canton, Ohio. Justin Timberlake performed. <laughs> For like an and hour. Then, and then every Hall of Famer showed up. Rich, you got a picture that was photobombed by Curtis Martin with Warren Buffett. With Warren Buffett, that's correct. <laughs> I, saw, yeah, I remember seeing yeah. that. You and Warren Buffett photobombed by, by Curtis, Curtis Martin. Martin. Fact. Bon Jovi was there. Like, it was incredible. Greatest greatest Hall of Fame party ever. Maybe even better than most Super Bowl parties. Honestly. Uh, just in terms of who was in the room? And how they built it, too? Like, it was a it was, it was a freestanding It was on the construct. 18th green yeah. of this country club right. in Canton. Right, right. There were three levels of VIP. Yes, there were. They were full Del Tufo. Keep going. It was amazing. Oh, you but you could but once you were in, you could go underwear's not th- you could go into those upper you, reaches. But you couldn't go to the Jerry Jones sec- oh. family section where Tony Romo was and Jason Witten. Irv. I took a picture. It was me, Irv, Dez, and uh Cole Beasley. I took a picture of, four of us. you with Bruce Smith, yeah. Marshall, yeah. Irvin, and there was somebody else. It was insane. It was it was sap. It was insane. It was insane. Greatest party ever. There we, won't be a better one. We ate cheeseburgers at 2 a.m. with Sap and Roger Goodell. Oh, my God. And Staubach saying, can I get make, make, make my way through? It was <laughs> unbelievable. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're just uh, back here on the Rich Eisen Show right here. That's Getting ready for the party. draft. I think I still have some pictures on my phone. From, from the night. Jerry Jones Hall of Fame party that look. TJ wasn't uh, invited to because Ashton wasn't there. <laughs> let, me see, let me see what I've got. Was that 2018? I'm really firing in your direction right now because I'll, I'll be honest with you. The whole uh, – I, 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 I want to finish up this show this way. Come, bring, okay. come no, at me, bro. I want to finish up this way. I want to finish up this way because um, we have made a conscious decision to go all in on the NFL draft. You know, uh, it's popular. It's huge. You know, we didn't even talk about Madison Bumgarner's uh, seven-inning no-hitter being considered not a, a, an actual no-hitter. I'll tell you by what, Major that League counts Baseball. in my mind. Of course it does. It's that, that, if what the a, game's only seven innings long, what a joke. and you go and throw a no-hitter for seven innings, and the game is over, then you have completed it. Yeah, <laughs> it counts That's in it. the standings. The stats count. Right. You gave up no hits. Right. That's a no-hitter. Correct. Yeah. What are we even discussing here? Because like, it's a discussion. It. It's been a discussion. Well, we didn't. We didn't talk about. Baseball. We didn't talk about Jorge Masvidal getting his every ounce of his uh, night, essence night. knocked out of him. Night yeah. night. <laughs> you know, so we've made a conscious decision. You know, to talk as much NFL draft as possible, because we 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 see that our our fans and consumers of this show, whether it's live on Peacock or on our YouTube stream or Twitter, or Facebook, however we we distribute the show. 
uh, on our radio uh, partners. Um, we, we, we could see you're, you have an insatiable desire for it, so we'll, we'll, we'll feed it. Plus, you know, I'm the host for a 17th year. 17. 17 years um, hosting the NFL draft. So I've been around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I decided let's, let's just go all in on it. Let's go all in on it. And in this talent evaluation portion of the calendar, because I will be calling into the show. I'm heading to Cleveland as soon as I, this show ends. I'm heading to Los Angeles International. Double masking. Um, dressing like I'm cooking and breaking bad best I can. <laughs> going on a plane. And I'll make my way through. And, bo- and by the way, I will, um, with uh, the internet hopefully being strong on this flight, I will take to at Rich Eisen's show. And uh, I'll live tweet. I'll As live you Twitter. You, you, I used to do that on Thursday Night oh, Football, it was right? The best. Yeah. Uh, can we oh, have a few yeah. glasses? A few and, uh... glasses of the red and get going. <laughs> Go to town. You know, I'm, I'm through with my cleanse. Let's roll. I'll take a straw and put it through my double masks and start cleanse sipping Cleanse is over? It's... Yeah, you just had last week. That was it. Oh, man, good job. What, what, was the 12 offi- what was the official? 12? 12. Nice, nice. Well done. Dozen, a dozen LBs. Feeling sure. good. I'm not, I'm not inflamed going to the draft. No, I've I've been an anti-inflammatory. I'm not inflamed with the exception over this 21-day period of when TJ Jefferson keeps asking me, "Are you nervous about the Jets? <laughs> you confident about the Jets?" People at home want to know this stuff. I will give you this one last thought. <laughs> as I will be on live television, heart and throat. <laughs> heart and throat because I'm not told in my ear who the pick's going to be. Okay, Charlie Yook, Chris Wirtz, rest of them, Andy Gregg, the King of Spring, all of them. They, they, they never get in my ear and say anything, ever, because they want my, an, my natural reaction. reaction. Correct. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter. I don't know. But when the commissioner says with the second pick in the NFL draft, the New York Jets select, and if it's not Zach Wilson, I will, I will be immediately shocked. Mm-hmm. And if it's not my new BFF, Trey Lance, uh, I will be WTF, you know, but... I will have a professional demeanor. But my heart will be thumping in my chest because that's what we Jets fans have to do. We have no control. And we've never had any control. And the problem is is that the control has been in the hands of, while many well-intentioned individuals, ultimately hands that failed and did not meet the moment. And it's been a long-ass time since Broadway, Joe Namath. And it's been a lot of losing in regular season contests to have the Jets keep taking wax at finding the next Broadway, Joe Namath. And we always get back into the hope. We always dive back into maybe this could be the one. Just maybe this could be the one. And Zach Wilson, because it's going to be him. (laughs) Do you think? Has every hope and wish of all New Yorkers who've probably never set a toe in the state of Utah. (laughs) Factual. All of that. Hopes and wishes will be on this guy. That it's finally, after all, all the years of not having control over the situation and finding out whether it's over a span of just a couple of years with Sam Darnold or over the span of several years like Mark Sanchez 
or the veteran like Vinny Testaverde, so on as so a boomer, Siasen, Favre, what a disaster that turned out to be. Richard Tully? All together, put it all together, and that after losing all control year after year after year after year, and this is what makes the NFL draft as wonderful an event as it is, perhaps this is finally the moment. Like what happened four years ago tonight for the Kansas City Chiefs. Is this the moment the football gods finally stop you-know-what on us and telling it's raining (laughs) and finally let the heavens open up and let it actually rain generationally on this franchise? Could that finally be the moment? We won't know. We won't know for a while. But is that the moment? And even though all of us are screaming inside our bodies, is this the moment? We will be particularly nervous that it's not. Because that's the way we feel. That's the way we're built. That's our default. The trap door's opening up. It's going to happen again. But maybe, just maybe, the glass is half full. Maybe, just maybe, the football gods have figured half a century is enough of kicking this fan base in the nards. (laughs) Is it time for... Forget about Broadway Zach, Zach's Fifth Avenue. Can we make it rain with Goldman Zach's? <laughs> and just to make sure, just to wrap it all up, because we know <laughs> this is the ultimate truth. I'm going to ask the Magic 8 <laughs> Is Zach Wilson the Savior? Is Zach Wilson the Savior? Here we go. It oh, says, "Come on, without a doubt, without a doubt." Not ask again later. Not signs pointing to yes, without a doubt. So, Jets fans, who's coming with me Thursday night? I'll see you then. Dan Helley sits in Wednesday. Ryan Leaf Thursday and Friday. I'll call in all three days. That will wrap up this edition of the Rich Eisen Show on this radio station. Back on Peacock in a moment. 